It is a Tech East Tuesday. We're in the front room. The sun popped out the exact second I said that we were live at Tech East for Tech East Tuesday. <laughs> Look the at exact, that. There it is. Hello. It, it was like, oh, y'all, y'all want to have a show, do you? Mm, I don't think so. You ain't gonna see it. No one else will see it either. You in the sun. Um, it is. Uh, it, you know, it's it's a good day to be me. Good day to be me. Uh, I don't. Uh, you know, guys, as you know, everyone picked the Rams before the season started. Everyone knew the Rams were going to win the Super Bowl before the season started. Everyone. Not true. Not true, but but I knew, <laughs> but I knew what where 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 are my haters at? Where are all the people who like to talk about when I get one wrong? Got that one right? Got one right? I'm on that one. Where you at? Was it where Ra- at? was it Randy Moss who said straight cash, homie, cash it in the bet, Levac? Even though you're not a Ram fan, holding that ticket in your hand, that money investment, a true investment into right. cash in That's Super right. Bowl Fifty Six, a winner, a cash in. For Mr. LeBac. You know, there's people who see talent and they realize how good talent is. You know what I mean? Like, I'm one of those guys. I see talent. I saw what the Rams were doing. Stafford now ties uh, Brady. 40 Super Bowls, regular season and postseason, winning a Super Bowl most in a season. 40 touchdowns during that whole thing. Huh? How you like that? Huh? I, I got to tell you, the only, I think the only guy who's better at uh, spotting talent than me is Mr. Greg Atuso. Have you seen the stories? Have you seen that people are starting to pop up and give them the respect he's due? I don't know. Yeah, if we get a hold of coach at some point, I got to hear the story that's floating around the internet. At some point, just call him right now. Oh, whatever. Yeah, just call him. I don't care. I'll call him. I'll call Greg Atuso. Coach, we are we are live on the on the interweb, so it's not like the same as radio. If you want to swear, you can. But I don't. That's not on brand for you. You're not. You don't have a potty mouth. Who is it? <laughs> <laughs> back and guys, it's your best friends in the world. It's been too long. Oh, well, like, I just literally almost panicked. I almost called Katie right when you were getting ready to call, and I hung up real quick. So she might be calling me oh, back, no. and you're in trouble if I don't. Uh, again, I'm she's, just telling you. Listen, she's the only person I'm actually afraid of. Is your daughter, your beautiful, well, wonderful, talented, special, amazing daughter, Katie, who has been so good to the Levac family over at Mohawk Chevrolet. We're all driving Mohawk Chevy. She's she's greenlit them all. So please don't let her hurt me. Please. <laughs> I won't let her hurt you, but I can't I'm not, I can't make promises if I'm not around. I, you know what? That's not what I needed to hear. Well, all right. So, <laughs> Coach, obviously I want to talk a little bit about what's going on at UAlbany right now because, uh, you know, you're in that that formative period where you're putting your, your next competing team together. But I love that I'm seeing out there people giving you the credit where it's due. You and I were enjoying a, a nice cigar a couple weeks back, and you told me the story, uh, you know, of how you saw this this player that no one else realized was going to be good he was a three-star recruit, and you saw him. Can you share with us the story of of when you first realized Aaron Donald was going to be a special player? Well, I mean, I can share the story of, of the when I offered him the first time was I was at a game 
Um, we were recruiting a young man named Dan Mason with the middle linebacker at Penn Hills High School in Western Pennsylvania. Danny ended up playing it. It was a great player. Um, but as the game was going on, I'm, I had heard about Aaron from my friend that was the AD there, but I hadn't seen him yet. And, and he was just wrecking the other team, as you can imagine. Kind of like he did to the Bengals offensive line. And he just was just so dynamic, I couldn't take my eyes off. I literally yelled to him one time coming off the field, Aaron, you have a scholarship offer to fit. <laughs> and, you know, and I, you know, I, we laugh about this. Story. I don't know if he really heard me or not, but I, I got on the phone with my boss afterwards, and Dave Wan said, and he said, um, how did Dan Mason play? I said, he played great, Coach, but I got to tell you, I offered Aaron Donald. He was amazing. He goes, you can't do that. We haven't even watched film on him. I said, well, I guess the film, we'll watch him tomorrow. You're going to love him. And he did, and we offered him shortly thereafter, officially. Um, he was just amazing to me, even though he was five foot eleven and um, wasn't your classically big defensive lineman. He just was—I loved him. Thought he was special at the time. Well, that's the thing, right there. You said a coach five foot eleven. There's so many times when someone says that height, a coach will run away. I think that speaks to what you said about his strength and his ability. That that non six foot number didn't matter with a guy like him. No, I never really got caught up in it. You know, we had had, at the time, um, by the time we signed Aaron, we had a young man named Mick Williams, who I always tell everyone was Aaron Donald before Aaron Donald. He, you can imagine he was a lot like Aaron Donald. Wasn't as tall as Aaron, but he was. He ended up being the Big East uh, Defensive Player of the Year his senior year for Pitt um, in, the, in the, big, the old defunct Big East Conference. Was a very special player, but Mick Williams is 5'10, 260 pounds. And he just, he was a ball of knives. You couldn't block him. So that was kind of the reason that Aaron kind of caught my eye more was Mick was the one that there was no reason we couldn't think that, that a guy, Aaron could do it, even though, you know, he at the time he was probably about 5'11. So I've never really shied away from the, the smaller, explosive guys. And, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I didn't with, with Aaron because he's, you know, I love when he does something good because I'm on the radio bottom like for three days after. So. <laughs> you already football coach Greg Gattuso with us right now. And and, uh, and and coach, you always said like he's as good off the field as he is on the field too, right? This is one of the real good guys in the world. I think he is. You know, he comes from a really good stock. I, I love his family. His mom and dad were, were great. And, and he had a brother, Archie, was uh, a good football player that played at uh, Akron, played in the NFL. Um, he's Aaron's a good. He's a good guy. That that he's always got a smile on his face. He's very pleasant. He's always been the same, you know. And I, you know, I, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I keep in touch with Aaron a little bit, but here and there. But um, you know, I, I, I never like to text people like that the night of a game. But I was pretty amped up that he won the Super Bowl, so I texted him at midnight or something. Hey, congratulations! The last two plays of the game were so special. That's why you're the best. Congrats on the Super Bowl. And like today at two o'clock, he sent me a, a, a little response. That's I mean, that's awesome. the kind of guy Aaron Donald is. You know, he's a great guy, just an incredible human being. And you, you taught him his core workout too, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Well, we very much have similar cores. You know, we. I just keep mine like you. Keep it covered. Right. You gotta protect it. <laughs> you you, you know, yeah. You use a little more padding than I do, but you know. We all have different levels of padding. Aaron just happens to have no padding. 
For some reason, I'm thinking about core and the video of me celebrating Syracuse's clinching March Madness. My core was also not being worked on like Aaron Donald's, as you know, Coach. I asked you very nicely if you brought that up to tell me so I could pull over before I just swerved on the highway right now. The, the vision the vision of that is burned into my mind like nothing. You, the most horrible thing you could see. Of, like I said before, it's like you walk in and caught your parents in a bad situation. <laughs> That's what I feel like every time someone brings it up or I meet someone whose name starts with a G. Or, unfortunately, for the poor Polish people that I meet, I laugh. And they think I'm laughing at them, but I'm not. I'm laughing because of your core. And your, or should I say your lack of core? <laughs> it, was, it does not matter. Like, every time I get a chance to hang out with Coach Catuso, you know, whatever we're talking about, it'll ultimately, like, he'll, he always asks how you're doing. And then right after I go, oh, he's good. Everything's cool. He'll go, that video haunts me. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, Coach, here's what I'll do for you. Here's what we'll do. It's been two years since LeVac and I have been able to do a, our fun wager on March Madness. I will offer this on the table right now with you. If I lose to LeVac's daughter, which is what the competition is, that might be my punishment again. That I will have to recreate that video. Do you still have the same clothes? Yeah, I got the pro wash oh. shirt. That coach may have just inspired the punishment for this year's March Madness. It's a punishment for all of us, Coach. <laughs> well, no bells. I'm on her team. I will. I will 100 support whatever she's doing to beat him. <laughs> I'll have to. I'll, I'll let her. She's an 18 year old girl. She's. I'm not as cool as I used to be. I'm gonna have to like get her to actually fill it out. That I might need you, coach. To like reach out to her on campus and be like, "Hey, fill this out. We all need it." <laughs> let me know. I'm on it. Well, I'll do everything I can to help her win. If, she, if this is the competition, and um, we can get another video, this recreation. I don't know. I, it could it could shatter the world. I, who knows? Bad, bad things come with it. <laughs> uh, Coach Catuso, how is that, how are the Great Danes starting to come together? How's everything look? How do you feel about this squad? I know it's I know it's there's things you can say and can't say and blah blah blah. I don't know what they are, but uh, how's everything looking? How are you feeling? Good. I, you know, I think we're you know we're breaking in some new coaches and and um, we're working hard on on kind of getting together on how we're going to do things. Uh, we're, it's a big blend of personalities. You know, we got, I think, 15 new players at the mid-year here now with this transfer portal, which is a whole nother thing. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, we're excited about it. It's, it's, there's a lot of energy around us right now, and I like that. I think, you know, uh, Jared Ambrose is, is our offensive coordinator, and he, um, he, everything's going great with him. I, I'm really excited. We've, we've, we've been having good conversations. I, you know, I think running the football is, is on both of our agendas. Um, you know, I had great advice from my old boss, Dave Wonset, when I talked to him. He said, when you interview offensive coordinators, just remember one thing. They're all going to say they're going to run the ball, but only a few will actually do it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a guy for an NFL coach. And I, you know, and I, and, and I think Jared and I are really on the same page um, that we want to be a good running football team. And, and I think that that's going to be uh, a positive. So, you know, we hired uh, Kashif Moore to coach our receivers. Um, Kashif played in the NFL and played at Connecticut, good player, uh, good young coach. So we have some new people in new positions, and uh, we're just kind of getting things ready, getting ready for spring ball to start April 1st. I love it. Uh, coach Catuso, you are – I'm sure, I like when you when you coach with a guy like Wanstad, does that make you want to grow a mustache or realize no one can grow that mustache? You can't, you can't get the, you, no one can duplicate his stash. It's hard to do. It's, 
we played we played Central Florida one year at Central Florida, and we came out of the tunnel, and every student in the student section had the porn stash on, but it's fine, basically, <laughs> making fun of Coach Wani. It was, uh, you know, I wish I had my cell phone on, I could have taken a picture, but it was priceless. <laughs> Even he was laughing when he came out, so uh, <laughs> Not the match Wani with a mustache. Oh man! Oh, Coach, uh, thanks for making time. Please go call your daughter back right away so she doesn't uh, she doesn't harbor any ill will towards me because I I'm afraid. Coach, we'll be talking well, in she April. Just to, she just, well, we, we're going to talk in April. Yeah, because I'm going to come to practice maybe and do the dance for you too for the Syracuse thing. How about that for spring ball? Dude, dude. <laughs> you you might you should definitely do that because I guarantee you. That if you come and do that for my team, we're going to go down and get after the Baylor Bears. All right? So <laughs> all you, right, just, you come. If anything can inspire these football teams to rise to the level of beating a number five team in the country, it's you recreating that leap and all that fell out. <laughs> how, did, how did we not think to do that before the Q's game last year? You guys would have run them. <laughs> oh, my God. oh uh, man, Coach! Uh, best of luck. I'll talk to you soon. We got to get together and uh, and and talk about guys. So <laughs> we always do. Right. Sounds good, guys. Good talking uh, to you. There he goes, Coach Catuso. He is one of the best. I mean, that's I mean, that's pretty amazing. Like you go to scout somebody else and you go, "Hey, this three-star kid, um, Aaron. He looks pretty good. Let's go ahead and get him. Let's bring him in." Shout out to Coach, man. What a, what a great get. And you remember this, too. By the way, I felt awful there. Like, he's trying to tell a story about his daughter. Hey, Coach, what about my belly hanging out? Just jumping in like a He was going to go back to that guy. eventually. I, was, anyway. right? I felt that feeling. Uh, <laughs> but back to the Aaron Donald thing. You remember this, too, because this was one of your early takes uh, back in our, we'll call it, traditional media land, that people were hating on Donald even when he came out of pit. Even yeah. when he was yeah, ACC player short. of the year, people were like, oh, the Rams don't well, need him. You took heat about the Rams taking him. And look how you got double down Levesque. You knew the Rams should have drafted him, and you can't. Oh, that's right. Backs. I forgot that, too, because yeah. I picked him in our mock draft segment, and everybody went nuts. We're like, you already have a good defensive line. Why would they do that? I'm like, because he's special. And they, they were like, he's short. He's not this. He's not that. And, like, at that point, so I'll put myself. So so Coach Gattuso won for spotting him and, and going, hey, <laughs> without the authority to do so, offering him a scholarship to Pitt. And then me, 1A, for mock drafting him and taking the slings and arrows. I think there was the one guy who actually manned up and called back like a year later and went, not only were you right, it was the right pick. But that's, that's rare. That's few and far between. Yeah, he at that point, so Aaron Donald, he had scholarship offers from Toledo, Akron, and Rutgers. And then Gattuso goes, now come to Pitt. And then he stays home with Pitt, and he's, he's a beast. He's, he's now... Th- Three-time defensive player of the year, eight Pro Bowls in eight years, seven All-Pros in eight years. Uh, he's made about $97 million so far, been to two Super Bowls, won one. He's got three years left on his current contract. There was talk immediately following the game that he might retire. We're going to play – will they really retire a little later in the show? Ooh, okay, all right. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll ruin yeah. that then. All right. Yeah, but uh, I mean, that's. I think that's. I think we got to do it. When we're talking about great people, we're talking about great performances. What about our friends over at Mohawk Honda? LeVac, you're looking at it right now, the 2022 – Pilot EXL driven by Ooh. Old Gazi Bear. There it is. Yeah, right you there. get the decked out. Like you get the moonroofs. You get all this. The guy who doesn't know what buttons are gets all the buttons. 
I don't know how that works. Shout out to Greg Johnson. Shout out to Cam McKenna. Shout out to everybody over from Mohawk Honda. I was there this past weekend. It was bumping. So many great people doing great work. And now I get to drive around the Capitol region with this new vehicle. It's affordable. It fits my budget. It's got the baby rec seats ready to go. It's got some space back there. That's what they want to do at Mohawk Honda. They want to help you find a vehicle that fit all those things I just mentioned and more. Inventory. I know you're just looking look for around. a vehicle. It's so hard in upstate New York to find it. But Mohawk Honda will do that for you. They'll find it. Glenville, New York, wherever you listen to this podcast, it is worth the drive to Glenville to find that vehicle that you want. We love our friends at Mohawk Honda, people that you can trust. Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Love the Herodon family. Love them. They're the best. They really, really are. And, uh, you know, I drive my Mohawk Chevy. You drive your Mohawk Honda. But, you know, so we always make sure we say the Mohawk part because that's the difference. You could, you could get – well, actually, to be honest with you, normally I could go, you could get a, get a car anywhere. No, you really can't. you got to go to the Mohawk because they have the relationships with with Honda, with with Chevrolet to get them. Um, it's, it's an experience. It's a whole other experience. So make sure you uh, you do that for yourself. Techies Tuesday, LeVac. Guys, it's uh, Feel the Love February. So is it? So if you go to the Tech East Fire and Water Restoration Facebook page, like this comment. Make sure you've liked the page. Comment on this post. And uh, you could uh, you could win yourself a pair of flex tickets to check out the Albany Empire this upcoming season. Uh, we're very excited. We just made another big signing, and um, it's it's to the point now where there was already a target on the Empire's back. Now it's the size of of friggin' you know Montana. It, everybody is saying that there's no way we can lose. Um, the other teams are like conspiring against us. In my opinion, there's collusion in the league. Uh, you know, it, it's going to be insane. So make sure you win those tickets. Uh, like the Techies Facebook page. Make sure you comment on this post. Ask a question. We've got Q&A at the end of the day coming up, so ask your question now, and uh, we'll try to get to it right at the end of the show. But um, The Techies page, by the Techies way. I saw page. some people try to comment on your personal Instagram, my personal Instagram. We appreciate the comments. Techies' page is where we want to send those comments. Right, our and, and my personal Instagram is boring. It's legitimately for family, so... Don't, there's nothing. Don't try to friend it or any of that. It's, it's not worth it. Facebook, Twitter, I do some stuff. A lot stuff. of people roll like I'm ready to suit up. I'm ready to run out there for you guys. I'm like, no, 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 not here. Although I appreciate the engagement. Get get over there to Tech East and do it over there. Yeah, do it. Antoine do it. Grant, baby. I yeah. texted you. That is a huge signing for the Empire I, today. Let's it, not underplay Mr. Grant. Why do I keep calling everybody Mr. today? I don't know, but I kind of like it. When he's that damn good, you can. Yeah. But rookie of the year in the AFL for the uh, Atlantic City Blackjacks in 19. Uh, play for the Columbus Lions last year. He is going to be a member of the Albany Empire this year. Uh, very excited to be here, and it's just cool. Like the the Albany Empire Air Force is 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 legit. Like to the point where you know I'm almost in that level of, of a guy who's looking on and going, they do know we only have one football per play, right? They do know we're only allowed to throw one. Like like faithful and cash Nova, like they they pinned out. Like they only only whoever wins that starting job, they can only throw one football. They can only, I think we have the best and second best team in the league right now. There's a good part. They can only complain about it to coach and they can complain about it to the broadcast. I think you get to dodge out of that as the president. You don't have to deal with the player complaints with having that many good talent on the field. Oh, yeah, dude, I'm not. I, we all know that it would not have the talent it has if I was doing what Coach Manas is doing. Like, Coach Manas, he's the guy. He goes out, he does all that. Him, you know, Coach Ware, Jay Rich, McKinney, Johnson, they go out, they get these guys. Uh, I sit here and try to find, you know, reasonable living space for our players. <laughs> I go, I go out and I, I try to get uh, deals with Elevation 10K to make sure that everybody's wearing the best gear, which you can get at our team store at AlbanyEmpireNAL.com.
Um, so yeah, no, very exciting stuff going on. Feel the love February. Make sure you, you comment on the page. Uh, I just saw our buddy, uh, Bill fish who said, this is my comment. That's his comment. Um, <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> you gotta be careful what I say to him. He's been through some things. Yeah. He's a Bill's fan. He's been through some yeah. things. He's been through some things. I feel bad about the bills. Um, no, look, I won, I won. I, I don't want to say I didn't win as big as I could have won. If, if, if the Rams had beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, I mean, we're talking co- like uh, significant comma action. Like we're talking real comma Ooh. action. Chiefs not owning up to their end of this thing. The Bengals sneaking in, giving us a hell of a game. I didn't win as big as I could have, but I definitely won. I've cashed out of that. I I had already cashed out the money I put in to to online wagering. I'd already cashed that out. I cashed out the same amount again. So hey, hey, hey. so now I'm playing. I left enough in to play and have some fun and maybe do some futures and and God forbid baseball get their act together. I'll be able to bet baseball too. Um, but I am now at a point where I can lose all the money in my accounts twice and still be up. Thanks to the Rams. So thank you, Rams. Thank you. Good so, job. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for doing that for me. I appreciate that. I know there was other like, other like wives and the family. No, I know it was all for Levac. I appreciate it. A lot happened in that Super Bowl with some New York ties here, too, right? Odell Beckham Jr. is having a great game, oh. likely blows out his knee. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, who there was talk maybe at one point a New York team could make a move on him. He ends up getting burnt, but maybe illegally with the face mask and everything arm else. Drag, arm drag takedown. Yep. The, the offensive line was getting beat up by Aaron Donald and Von Miller, but we all knew that was the storyline going in. Aaron Donald's offside the last play of the game. Yes. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was a really good Super Bowl. It was a competitive. It was right there. But the question I really want to get at is this. Okay, so the Buccaneers won the year before. Yep. The Rams won this year. Yep. It's too early now. Who's home? Who's the home team? Who's who's the home team of the Super Bowl? Oh, Arizona's yeah. the home team coming up. So, yeah. so the Cardinals finally win one. Is that what we're saying? Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> Possibly. They're one of four. They're one of uh. They're they're one of what six teams or whatever. It's I know four have never been. They've been. They haven't won. The four that haven't been, I'm guessing, are Lions, Browns, Texans. Three. You got I three. got those fast. Lions, yeah. Browns, Texans. You're gonna be mad if you don't get it. You're mad if you don't get it. Jags. Growl, you are correct. Growl. I'm not high-fiving you. Growl. I mentioned this, like the Rams. Okay, you pick them free season. Yes. Is there anything a New York team can do here in the next six months to follow the game plan the Rams did to win the Super Bowl? And even in similar fashion to the Buccaneers two years ago. Bills are close. I mean, the Bills are right there. Um, I, I would think for the Bills, maybe an upgraded pass rush. Maybe, maybe an upgrade, like add a little O line. Like they didn't do anything wrong last season. Like they just, they're close. They're knocking on the door. I could, I could easily put money on the Bills to win it all next year and feel confident going into it. Um, I had money on the Bills to win it all this year, just way less than I had on the Rams. I would, I would say Bills have the best chance. Giants, a lot of turnover, man. A lot of turnover. Jets, you, you, they'd have to go crazy in free agency. They'd have to add you know, like Devontae Adams. They'd have to get get two more offensive linemen at least. You know, there's a lot that would have to happen there. And I'd have to believe in Zach Wilson. So so no. So of New York, the only team that I, I would be comfortable putting my hard-earned or hard-won money on would be the Bills. Yep. And it's that theory of going all in, right? Like the Giants and Jets just don't have the pieces that the Rams. No, right. Like now, look, the Bucs and Rams maybe is not even a great comparison because the Bucs became an all-in team because of Brady. 
once Brady signed with Tampa, some guys were veterans were willing to take less money. Uh, you know, too quick to jump out. But they were already farther along. Like like Jameis Winston was the issue. Jameis Winston is a guy who could go out there and throw thirty touchdowns and thirty interceptions in a season. Like like he's he's always taking Seiko football. He's in the thirty thirty club out of nowhere. So when you brought in a guy who was going to not turn the football over, you instantly became better. Now not only is the guy who's not turning the football over, it's the goat. So Gronkowski comes over, and everybody who wants to ring starts starts following the Pied Piper to to Tampa. So that that's that's different. I don't. Let's say Brady doesn't retire. If he goes to the Giants, I might I might look at him because you got to believe he sees something. But that's that'd be about it. Like I, the Jets aren't there. The Jets. I like what the Jets are doing. I don't know if I believe in their quarterback, but I I like the, I like what what big game Bob Sala is doing. I like I like all that. So I think they'll get there. It's just they're just not there yet. No, and that and. Look, New York teams, the only positive for 2022 when you look at the Super Bowl, just like focused in on those two teams, is that Joe Burrow and the Bengals went from the worst team in the NFL to a division champion and a few minutes away from being a Super Bowl champion. The formula of getting a number one overall pick or a top five quarterback and getting you to the Super Bowl is looking more real than ever before. Look, the Panthers did it with Cam Newton. I know he wasn't the number one overall pick, but Matt Ryan was a top 10 pick. Uh, we could go through the list of other right. players that have been able. Andrew Luck was a victory away in the Deflategate game. Like there are players with that top tier quarterback that are now helping those teams get there. Is Daniel Jones the guy? We'll find out come draft time if they still are committed to him. The Jets still want Wilson because it's only been year one. But there is a a path here for the New York teams with well, Josh Allen's a given. Like Josh Allen, right? Well, still a number one game. overall quarterback still hasn't won a Super Bowl. I think only three number one overall picks have won. Was it? Uh, uh, David you, Carr was on the bench for the Giants. Yes. The one that jumped out to me, because I think the, the trivia stat was Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks that were number one. Jim Plunkett, was it a number one overall pick? No. Okay. Um, because Eric Fisher and David Carr were the only number one overall picks who had won a Super Bowl, I'm pretty sure, wow. after the Chiefs won. So I have to look to be sure, but like, yeah, number one, over, you think about it. You, we, when you're drafting a quarterback, number one, overall, you are either propelling your team forward and hoping that whoever, whoever let you get to that point where you have the number one overall pick isn't in charge or as part of their game plan to get there, or you're going to suck because the people who got the quarterback still suck, but it's, it, you know, Burrow being where he was, I, I think the Bengals are definitely a team that, they're going to be a top three or four AFC team next year because winning, winning breeds winning. I, I still think the Chiefs will be right there. I think the Bills will be right there. I'm very curious to see if the Raiders can get some kind of traction now in free agency because you're a playoff roster. If you add a Devontae Adams, if you add you know some O-line and stuff like that, depending upon what you do with Derek Carr's contract, you could be a team that's that not only gets to the playoffs, it's not like – Oh, we made it across the finish line. We're in the plus. You get a team that could actually compete. Bengals are still ahead of them because of Burrow. But like, there's there's a lot going on in that AFC right now. A lot that could be a lot of, a lot of fun. Um, with with their loss, the Bengals join um, some elite company in the in the uh, in the NFL. Zero and three in the Super Bowl. The only teams worse. Ooh, let me guess. Okay, all right. Bills. Zero and four. Vikings. That's it. Those are the only okay, two are worse. Zero and two. Zero and four teams. Um, Bengals losses have come by an average of four points oh. with two coming on go-ahead touchdowns in the last 90 seconds. Heartbreak city, baby. Heartbreak city for the Cincinnati Bengals. 
one of them was the legendary Montana drive, right? Where he points to the crowd and says, there's a celebrity in the crowd. Kim, I believe I just forgot the celebrity's name he points to one is Montana. I don't know the other one. That's heartbreak for Cincinnati for sure. Absolutely. Um, all right. And you know, you talk about the quarterback. Is it not just the quarterback? It's you got to get that weapon, right? Because every running back is about to get a pay cut. The Rams average 1.9 yards per rush. They're the fifth team to average fewer than two yards per rush in a Super Bowl, and they're the only team to do it and win. So now that everybody's going to go hire everybody who's ever had a cup of coffee, I'm saying, is McVeigh old enough for coffee? Everybody's ever had a Yoohoo with McVeigh. Now it's going to be like, well, running backs are okay, but hey, man, as long as we've got, you know, Cooper Cup, everything will be fine. Glad you brought up coffee. I was just going to tweet out the other day. The other day, I didn't have coffee with creamer. I'm like, my wife goes, I go, I go, Jordan, I had coffee today with that creamer. She goes, wow, you're a warrior. Cowboy coffee. <laughs> so that cowboy coffee. What a warrior, man. I'm so yeah. brave out there as a grown man drinking coffee without creamer. Wow. My, uh, for me. My, one of my former, you know, stops in this radio microphone world was on a country station. The, the amount of different ways you'll hear coffee described by you know, the the older guard of the country radio world. Yeah, you could pussy it up for me. I'm sorry, excuse me? Um, how, I don't know if I, I'm, I have sweet and low. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> meow? Uh, what, what um, uh, training wheels, cowboy coffee, uh, you know, all those ones. Uh, you know, I, don't, I don't touch it unless it's got Jack in it. You know, stuff like that. You used to hear a lot of, a lot of interesting like, you know, my old line of I like my coffee like I like my women. Hot, fresh, and available in every corner. You know, that's <laughs> that's uh, Mulrooney, who when I used to work on picks, Mulrooney's. I love my uh, coffee like I like my women with tits. Um, <laughs> you know. There's so many of these. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're in a yeah. new world right now. Yeah, I'm a yeah coffee welcome. Guy. All right. All right. Um, Levant guys, Techies Tuesday while we're still allowed here. Wide receivers. So, like, wide receiver has got to be almost as important as quarterback, right? Because yeah. Jamar Chase getting in there when you we thought everybody thought you should go Panay Sewell, go get him in there. He, the big old offensive lineman. They go get Jamar Chase. Look what happens. Cooper Cup this year. <laughs> he won the receiving triple crown, offensive player of the year, Super Bowl MVP. He and Jerry Rice are the only wide receivers in NFL history to do all those things in their entire career. Cup did it in one season. He is. I gasped when I watched Cooper Cup because he gets the ball every time. I'm like, oh, he's going to get tackled quick. Like, he's going to get tackled. He never is. He is so much of a better athlete than I realize. Uh, Colin Taylor, our guy CT, former Empire champion, he mentioned, like, the route running of Cooper Cup where he's just so precise with what he does and how he gets there. Now, CT did say he was a better route runner, but what Cooper Cup does is great. I want to give a shout-out. I don't know if you remember this, Levesque. One of our old callers named Kenan Latham called Heard us him. one Heard time and said, guys, the guy is Cooper Cup. He's a Rams fan. Shout out to Ken if mm -hmm. somehow he figured out how to work a podcast. Uh, he oh, is, he's got to be over the moon right now. Right? That's his yeah. team. Yeah. But he is Cooper Cup. The way he plays, the route running, the connection with Stafford, he is poised to be the best wide receiver in football for years to come. Obviously, stay healthy, all that other stuff. But, you know, you have these conversations of who's the best wide receiver. It is not even a question. It's Cooper Cup. And after that performance... Like, I know people love to talk about the MVP of the league. I don't know how I could argue Rodgers and Brady are great. He was the best player in the NFL in 2000. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, you think about it. One of my, one of my most dominant fantasy teams was called Cupping Farts because I, I had Cooper <laughs> Cup on it. Um, first season together, Stafford and Cooper Cup. 22 touchdowns, including the playoffs. Second most by a QB receiver duo in the history of the NFL. Trailing only 
Huh? Right, come on, trivia give, boy. Give that to me one more time. All right, 22 touchdowns in their first season together. Stafford and it. Cup. I got it. Trailing Brady, only. Brady Moss. There you go. Back in uh, 24 touchdowns back in 07, their first season together. Look at you. You got trivia tonight, don't you? I do Doghouse at Clifton Park. So how, many of the, how many of these are going to be on that? Uh, I'm starting to think about maybe adding a few. I, I'll leave <laughs> them written in there for you. Yeah. I'll leave them in there for right, you. Thank you. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's definitely in this current league with the rules the way they are. You know, pass interference is is ticky tacky at, at best sometimes. You you gotta go get a you gotta go get a true one. You gotta get a true receiver. These teams that do it without without a monster, even a tight end, like you know, Kelsey or or Mark Adams or, or Gronk or whoever, you gotta have that one receiver that changes everything else, takes the top off a of defense, opens up your running game, can make the catch. Like every, that last drive, the longest drive in the history of the Super Bowl, the Widow Super Bowl. Everyone knew where the ball was going. It was going to Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup is like everybody's talking about how like, every, like Matt Stafford stubs his toe. He's oh, oh, he's off the field. He's like, oh my God, Matt Stafford is hurt. Cup is like can't get up. There's like four people helping him up. It's, it's like James Brown at the end of a the show. They put a jacket over him. They got to help him up. Like and everyone's he's like, I think the ball's gonna go back to Cup. You mean the guy who's dead in the corner of the field? That's the guy. Okay. All right. Sure enough, it goes to Cup. He catches another touchdown. He deserved the MVP. I thought I thought he was a legit shot, but I thought Stafford would get it before the game. But as that drive went on, it's like, dude, it's Cup all day. Yes, and I love your take on this. I'm totally with you because it is a big change in the NFL. You and I talked to a lot of football fans that that was their favorite take over the last like eight to ten years is that you don't need a top wide receiver. People used to argue against Odell Beckham Jr. and Sammy Watkins and all these guys in the NFL that said, New York teams took these guys too high. You don't need a wide receiver. And they'd run through the list of like all the top leading receivers for the Patriots. Yeah. But they just conveniently leave off that Brady was a quarterback. And they also conveniently leave off who the star running backs were on that team because yeah. the running backs were far worse. And they would have receiving numbers that were comparable to some of the best receivers in the game. Yes, the NFL has changed. It is heading in this direction. Whether you want to talk about rule changes, quarterback play, mobility, that is the change in the NFL. That take in the mid-2000s to mid-2010s, you might be right. We are in the 2020s now, and you need to start wide receiver to make plays in the playoffs. That's, and I know I should save this for later, but I have to because Toots McGee. Um, <laughs> yeah, but how many number one overall quarterbacks are dramatically overdrafted? It's the most overdrafted position by far because it's so important. That's 100% correct. It's 100% correct. I'm not. It's not just that they're overdrafted, though. They're also drafted into crappy situations. You know, if you've got a, if you've got you can have a bad team as part of a good organization and know it's going to get better. But when you've got a bad team as part of a bad organization, I'll, I'll shoot my Raiders. When you're the Raiders and you don't have a rudder, Al Davis is losing his mind, everything. He wants to go back to the way it used to be. And you go, Jamarcus Russell, he had one good game. Let's go get the big fella. And he shows up to camp like 100 pounds overweight. You love to tell the story. They proved he wasn't even checking out the playbook, <laughs> wasn't watching tape. You know, that's that's a bad draft. It's an overdraft on a bad organization. You're not going to win. You just, you're going to cripple yourself. They say overdrafting like that, blowing the first overall pick on a quarterback, sets you back three years. I think it set the Raiders back four, five, six years. And, you know, they finally get Carr, and now half of Raider Nation, my people, are like, we got to get rid of Carr. For who? For who? Toots McGee is totally right. The problem is, is that we are in a spot now that if you run that risk and it pays off, the payoff is bigger than the drop off. I know you said yeah. right there, like four to five years, it can derail a franchise. Everybody can lose their jobs. Yes. But if you get it right and trade up in a draft like you do for Allen and Mahomes and, you know, spots like Herbert, 
Lamar Jackson, they traded up to get him to make sure that that controllable year for the, it can work. And it's worth the risk now. We're seeing especially how good the young quarterbacks are. Absolutely. Levan Gaz, it is a uh, Tech East Tuesday live here at Tech East Fire and Water Restoration, your best way back to normal. Check them out online, tefirewater.com. And uh, it's amazing to me the amount, like we had that quick cold snap, pipes bursting all over the place again. All over the place again. People hitting us up. I got um, your boy Jared hit me up. Oh. Your boy Jared hit me up. And he's like, look, I got a buddy. Um, and I want you to tell people about Jared. Is that okay? Can you yeah, that's right. You can. Um, but he's like, I got a buddy. I'm not sure how this is going to work insurance wise based on this policy, but I know that I want to talk to you guys. And I'm like, 100%. We'll get, we'll get, we'll get, uh, we'll get, I think we sent Jay out. I think we sent Jay, Jay or Don. One of our two guys. No, it's Don. We sent Don out. Literally, any of our guys are great. Jeremy, Don, Jay. Paul is a little weird, but he knows what he's doing. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's amazing. And, you know, out there helping right now. So that's that's working well together with our guy Jared. Look at this, a little, a little connection. Shout out to synergy. Jared Lowe's here. Did he see him on the Super Bowl? By the way, his little face was out there, looking fresh as always. Not every redheaded person is is the same person. Oh, no, that was him. That was. Oh, you know the difference because he shaved his head. Remember when you used to think Chris Honorado and every other redhead was That's the same person? Jared Lozier, Northeastern. Is Chris Honorado. Northeastern Insurance is where he works. And like Kevin Matt just said, he's helping everybody. J-A-R-E-D-L at N-E-Mail.com. J-A-R-E-D-L at N-E-Mail.com. Email him. Ask for a quote. He'll tell you stories like, Levac and I, it's so cool hearing people work with Jared and having a great success. Do the same for yourself now or call him today, 518 518- Nine five six three seven five three. Nothing would make Levac and I more happy if it's midnight. You're betting on a West Coast basketball game. You just randomly call Jared and say, "Jared, I gotta find a way to make some money right now or save some cash." Five one eight nine five six three seven five three. Jared Lozier, Northeastern Insurance, going through finding the quotes for you and helping you save some cash in 2022. Protecting things that are important to you. Homes, car, business, all that stuff. And 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 he can take a nut shot like nobody's business. Uh-huh. Um, known thing, true thing. Uh, Jared Lazier. Good. I got I like him a lot better when he's smart enough to call me and tech east when he needs help. That's what I that's what I like. <laughs> um, I just again, if you want to be on the, the Levac and God show, have a fun name commenting on the Godzilla Media YouTube. Toots McGee is back. My god, it's Toots' music. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's very fair. I think it's easier to be good at almost any other position because quarterback play is so dependent on the weapons around you. Being any other position is pretty much dependent on your own skill set. It takes a really singular QB to be great on a bad team. Uh, Russell Wilson, we saw be be good in spite of you know less than stellar wide receivers, less than stellar offensive line. Brady made receivers better because how quick he would get rid of the ball because it was always where it needed to be. You know, you go back, there's guys who have always been able to do it. But, yeah, you've got to have some synergy. You've got to – the fact that Jamar Chase is allegedly calling the neighbors around Joe Burrow trying to buy their houses because he wants to live next to his quarterback is amazing to me, and I hope it happens, and I hope that someone's smart enough to film it. Oh, uh, just be like connect, have like the doors at the old hotels, right? Just merge the houses somehow, yeah. build one set of room, and that's where they play. Well, you're like – you're. You've been in your house for a while, but a lot of when you've been in your house has been during the pandemic. Yeah. There's like, I've always had neighbors like growing up where like if their garage is open and lights on, you go over, you grab a beer and you walk on over. Like I'm imagining like 
you know, Jamar Chase cleaning his lawnmower off at the end of the day, and here comes Joe Burrow with a cigar. What's up, buddy? You know, that's a, with a sixer, you know, like yeah. a, a, whatever whatever the Ohio beer of choice is. Just, you know, whatever. Here we go. Great Lakes. That's the Ohio beer. Shout out to our guy Jesse over at Great Lakes. Uh, Toots McGee, by the way, I feel like that's about Stafford, isn't it? Like, it's a lot of that he just said as Matthew Stafford he's describing. A player yeah. that singly, you know, single performance is hard. What other performances can do? That's like a very good Stafford description. Yeah, and, and which which is weird too because remember he did have Megatron. You know, like like we we want to destroy Detroit, and and for and for good reason. They had a lot of good players, bad coaching staffs, bad players, whatever coaching staff, whatever. But Stafford was there all the all the way through. You almost want to see what would have happened if if he had been able to, you know, get out of there earlier because he still looks. He looks like a scalded dog. Like he looks like like when you anybody who's ever adopted um, an animal from a shelter, that you just it, look. You literally reach over to high five the missus or whatever, and they're like, oh oh crap, oh crap, oh no, I'm gonna get hit. It's like no, not in this house, buddy. No, no, take some time to break that. There was there's times this season where I'm watching Stafford going. That dude still thinks he's about to get hit. Like and look, you every every quarterback gets hit, but he looked like somebody who wasn't 100 percent comfortable yet, and they won the freaking super bowl if everything if everybody who matters comes back and they do this like how much better is he gonna be next year was i a year ahead on my matt stafford mvp of the league prediction maybe i mean here's the thing with stafford oh yeah i feel like you're setting me up for the hall of fame or not thing now because what he what he did this season as good as he was i believe he led the league in interceptions and pick sixes so even though he was good at times he struggled at times I feel like that's a setup though, because I heard you. I heard you think he's a Hall of Famer. I think I want to play your game, Levac. I'm jumping the gun here. I think I want to play Hall of Famer, not Hall for for Stafford. Yeah, he's in. Ooh, I think the Super Bowl puts him on the top. His numbers are great. Um, how? What was the one he's he beat more? He beat the same amount or more ten win teams this year than he did his entire career with the Lions. I it's just like you can see who he is now. He had good numbers all the way through. He he got a chance to play on a, on a top caliber team and he made them better. Like this this team beats the Patriots in Atlanta with him. Oh, you're talking about this? Okay, so with the you put golf. him, yeah, yeah. Gossip, golf, I mean, look at little hands, not his fault. Can't hold a whopper. Like it's fine. I get it. I get it. It's genetics. What are you gonna do? But like Stafford's a better quarterback. I, I think he gets in. I think depending on how his career wraps up here as if Matthew Stafford retired today, he'd not be a hall of famer. Now you're projecting, like you just said there too, could potentially the Rams be better next season. This guy has played 12 years in the NFL. Well, if you stop right now, I still put him in. All right, let me get, okay. Here, here's why I'd struggle with the Stafford thing to put him in. Here's his quarterbacks. They're going to get him above him. Brady's getting in. Obviously yeah. Rogers is going to get in. Uh, Rivers and Roethlisberger should both get in. Eli is going to get it, although that's going to be one of the most interesting quarterback decisions of all time. Mm. I put Stafford with Matt Ryan. Like Matt Ryan and Stafford, both named Matt, how strange, are very interesting because Matt Ryan statistically and win-wise has been better than Stafford. But Stafford now has the Super Bowl. Matt Ryan could argue blew the 28-3 lead. No, he doesn't play defense. Or maybe they're both in because Matt Ryan has the MVP. Stafford doesn't, have, doesn't. doesn't have the Super Bowl, though. Doesn't have the Super Bowl. So, wait, Rivers is a slam dunk for you? I would say Rivers because he's going to rank in his career top 10 in 
passing touchdowns, passing yards, more playoff victories than Stafford. I would put in Rivers ahead of Stafford, yes. So Rivers on the Chargers, and you can make the argument there were a lot of years where he was the only good player on the Chargers, or at least the only good offensive player. Goes to a better team. Colts team is supposed to get it done. Doesn't get it done. Stafford, for years and years and years and years and years, is the pride of the Lions, pun intended. Goes to a better team, gets it done. Hall of Fame, not Hall of Stat. Hall of Fame, I think he gets in before Rivers. Man. I mean, Rivers will get in first because he retired first. But if they were both on the same ballot and I had to pick one, I'd pick the guy who got it done. Oh, boy. I, here's, the, here's what I'm trying to compare Stafford to. Because he's had a great career. Like, he is going to be right on the edge. And I know I talked to you about it last week. And maybe I'm a little bitter right now because guys who I thought would be slam dunks like Reggie Wayne, Torrey Hall, DeMarcus Ware not getting yeah. in on the first team. Uh, Devin Hester's case is interesting, but like those guys were no doubts. And that's where I think the problem comes with Stafford. Uh, our guy, Trish, Chris Trapasso from CBS Sports, had this take, and I hate to say it because Skip Bayless also had this years ago, and I feel like this is the answer. <laughs> guys like Bayless. Stafford, if I have to ask, like I didn't have to ask about Rodgers, Brady, Manning, Breeze, that whole era. Stafford being on the borderline, I'm trying to figure it out. Like, I don't think that the Lions' seasons could be ignored. And the problem is, like you're saying, he's the greatest line quarterback ever. You know what I mean? Like, who is, well, better Bobby as a Lane. Line, who is better as a line quarterback than Stafford, right? Bobby Lane, I guess, is true. A line quarterback? There's yeah. a lot of them. Brett Favre. Um, L-Y-I-N-G. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, all right. So I'm not even going to look at this because I have a feeling I know what this is. Uh, Chad Duro, who from the hideaway. We love the hideaway. They're open, by the way. Um, but who's? do we know who's who's buying the – the Bloody Mary? Did you check out the, the things? I went four for five. I gotta be honest, I did not count yours. Wow, thanks for nothing. Um <laughs> he, he put up he just he just commented on the Tech East Fire and Water Restoration Facebook page. Uh Stats Pro he combined he, he comparing Joe Namath versus Matthew Stafford. Now he is Chad, he no. is a Jets fan. He is a Jets fan, so there's a chance it's not as bad as I think it is. But we are not gonna do the Namath hate. There will be no Namath hate on this. Chad. No Namath hate. No, it's a different era. It's a different era. For those who don't know, and I don't know if Chad even knew what he walked into, this was a classic oh. Gen Z debate. Anybody under 25, Levesque, you'd say the right age? Oh. Anytime Joe Namath was brought up, the people would start banging on their keyboards that Joe Namath is overrated. Oh. Then the calls would light up for everybody over 60. Uh, I feel like the age of 25 and under now has an advantage in the non-traditional world. I don't know if the 60-year-olds can hit this as much as they used to. I agree with you. We're not touching name of Chad. Yeah. How dare you try to provoke us to do that? All of a sudden, Harold Baines gets a slap out of nowhere. <laughs> just out of just for no reason. Look, I, I like look, Stafford. Stafford's legit, in my opinion. I think he gets in. I, I do. I think. And, I, and look, he's not done yet either. And if if everything, if everybody who allegedly is going to retire doesn't retire for the Rams. There's no reason to believe he won't put up amazing numbers again next year. May not win it all, but he might put up amazing numbers again, and he'll have that ring to go with him. Again, he's going to be throwing a Cooper Cup next year, so he's going to he's going to put another couple thousand on the on the board, another another twenty touchdowns plus on the board. I think he's I think he's going to be just fine, and he's going to get in there. And he belongs in now. How dare you? How dare you guys? <laughs> that guy's live from a Techies Fire and Water Restoration. Your best way back to normal. Check us out online: tefirewater.com. Stafford gets in. With the Super Bowl win, okay. So Chad and I agree on that. Just, just no jet on jet crime, okay? No, no jet on jet crime. You're Chad, one of the one of the loudest, proudest Jets fans, taking taking name of shots. I don't, I don't. I just they caught me off guard. Who are the other ones? Aaron Donald, no doubt. 
And Von Miller, no doubt. Hall of Fame? Yeah. And I, Andrew, I think so. And, and I think Andrew Whitworth gets in now. The man of the year award probably helps his career. He's played till he's 40. Former president of the He's Ports got the fame now. Yeah. He's got the fame now with this because he's somebody that everybody kind of liked like a year or two ago and they were starting to get into it and everything like that. But like with how long he's played and how much better this old line is with his old butt out there, you know, and, and he's, he's probably hanging it up. He, his, he, when he was told he's now the oldest player to start a game, blah, 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 this year, the oldest team player in the league. And he said, we'll see how or for a week or so. He either is going to retire or thinks Brady's coming back. It's one of the or, or both. I don't know, but uh, but that's that's neither here nor nor there. Um, <clears throat> in a second, we'll we'll pivot over to some other stuff. But I just want to tell you about my good friend Cindy Martin. Yeah, Cindy Martin, part of the Jen Karam team over at Howard Hanna Realty. Um, if you are if you're looking to sell your home, if you're looking to buy a home, if somebody you know who lives in another state's looking to move here, she works with other realtors. She's perfect for this stuff. She always points out like the wrinkles that I don't think a lot of people think about when they're doing this stuff. Like, oh, it's too cold to sell my house, or oh, I'll wait until the summer, or whatever. If somebody's out looking for a home right now, they're serious. They're motivated to buy. You are in a better position to sell. So that kind of stuff is beautiful. And conversely, she knows that people think that way. So if you're looking for a home right now, she's going to look around and go and try to play that game for you, work it towards your angle, because when you work with Cindy, you're not a client, you're her people. She takes care of her people. It's, it's what, what we love the most about her. She's a, a, a rabid local sports fan, big fan of the Empire, one of the biggest supporters of the Empire, and of course, just a great realtor, just really, really cares about her people, knows all the ways, works with the best uh, local attorneys, insurance companies, inspectors, everybody. That's what she does. Get all over today, Cynthia Martin at HowardHanna.com, Cynthia Martin at HowardHanna.com, or call her up, 518-932-5558, 518-932-5558. Cindy Martin, she is the, uh, she's the realtor to talk to over there at Howard Hanna and, and anywhere. Um, you know, works local, works global. She'll help you out. Cindy Martin, again, 518-932-5558. Do you want to play a little game I came up with? Ooh, another game. little game. All right. I like games today. Will they really retire? Oh, da, 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 da. Yeah. All right. We're going to start this game with Aaron Donald. We talked about it a little bit. Aaron Donald, 30 years young. He is potentially could have been Super Bowl MVP in this thing with the way he finished the game. We're talking about a guy with three-time Defensive Player of the Year, eight Pro Bowls in his eight-year career, seven times All-Pro, made over $97 million, has an opt-out. If he did decide to leave, he'd be leaving 52 mil on the table. Will Aaron Donald retire? Boy, this is the hardest one out of the gates. Well, we already uh, talked about those, so I figured I'd go to it. I would go with – I can't believe I'm going to say this. I think the answer is yes for two <gasps> reasons. I think it's yes for two reasons. One, it was brought up so often. Sometimes when it's a rumor and it's constantly being talked about over and over and over again, there's something that's happening behind the scenes that even the media doesn't know about. I feel as if Donald had told somebody, as long as I get a Super Bowl, I'm done, I'm set, I'm satisfied. So because of that – I feel like he will. Now, you mentioned the opt-out there. Yeah, if you leave $52 million on the table, people are going to think you're insane. But we talked about legacies and greatness and all that stuff. You can make a case right now that if Aaron Donald retires, he is the second best defensive player in the history of the NFL behind Lawrence Taylor. That's how good his resume stacks up against any defensive player ever. 
So I would say yes, because he could be in that conversation as the greatest of all time. If he starts getting his butt kicked three years from now, I don't know if we'll still have that same conversation. So, yeah, I would say he's actually going to retire. Eh, so oh. close, <laughs> yet so far away. Not going to retire. Using this as leverage to make sure that $52 million becomes completely guaranteed, maybe a little bit more. I don't know how it's going to work out, but he's not going to retire yet. Sorry, Tom. Great time playing, though. Oh. Uh, you enjoy this uh, at-home game. Will they retire? Do I get this as a surprise? No, you don't. Oh. That's expensive. Uh, <laughs> we need that. <laughs> For those of you listening on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast, it could be in the tears of children. Uh, it, he just held up one of the Empire helmets. Okay. Next up, a mere six years older than Mr. Aaron Donald, 36 years at young, 20 days, is the youngest coach to ever, head coach to ever win the Super Bowl. Sean McVay. Will Sean McVay retire? No. And Andrew Marshan, knock it off. I know where that report came from. It was Marshan saying, well, Amazon's interested in Coach Sean McVay. He, no, he's not retiring. Where where did this even come from, this story? No, he is not retiring. Eh, wrong again. Actually, I don't know if you're wrong or not, but uh, <laughs> let me make the other case here. Um, rumors are Al Michaels is going to get about $11 million a year from Amazon. Can you imagine being 36 years old and getting $11 million a year to talk about football, not, not not to deal with the crap, not to be told you don't know what you're doing, and every time you every your entire hire a new coaching staff every year as as your OCs in Minnesota, your DCs over here, and this one and that one, and no, you're not allowed to keep anybody. The the ball boy just got hired; he's the new head coach of the friggin' you know Birmingham Blazers or whatever f it is. So it, it's you could you could make the argument. Been to two Super Bowls, three or six years old, leave him wanting more. I'm a good-looking dude with hot chick, wife, girlfriend thing. I'm going. I'm out. I know the two most recent coaches that retired young who won Super Bowls were John Madden and John Gruden, who had very good broadcasting careers. Stop trying to make this a thing. No. All right. All right. One last contestant, and will they really retire? You know him. You love him. He's the oldest guy on the board right now, about 45 years old. He's the former quarterback of the New England Patriots as well as Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady has left the door open a crack. Will Tom Brady retire? Oh, man. I thought the Aaron Donald one was the hardest one. Uh, as a Buccaneer fan, I think I've realized he's not coming back to the Bucs. I will say yes. Tom Brady is retired. And I don't know why he's doing this flirting game with Jim Gray. I don't know if he's trying to get views or promote something. The San Francisco story that's floating around. Have you seen this? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's go home. Yeah. This, the story is the Bucs going to retain his rights and then trade him to San Francisco for Garoppolo. I don't believe that's going to happen. I will say he stays retired. Bonus round, Brett Favre. Will he come back? <laughs> what do you think about Brady? I thought I was going to get the buzzer for the third time. Uh, I I don't. See, there's, a, there's an old saying out there. If you knock on the devil's door long enough, he's going to answer. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about him. I want to think about him. Let him go away. Let me start thinking about number 10 at Michigan again instead of what number 12 has done in New England and Tampa. I'm not going to talk about it, la, 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 because then he's going to come back. I, I, do love, I do love the gif out there, or the meme, or whatever the hell, whichever one it is, where they put him in the Jets gear, and they go, you want to prove you're the greatest? You got one challenge left. <laughs> you're that, Chad? Yeah, yeah. yeah, how's that sound, Chad? Yeah. So I'm not going to – I think he's really retired because as much as he's got that insane competitive nature and everything, what do you got left? Like, what is what? Why in the world am I going to keep getting up at, you know, or not going to bed and working out every day and 
The guy, the guy loves to drink beer. Hasn't had like you know he had a couple tequila shots and threw a trophy, and everybody talks about it all the time. Like this, why? What am I gonna? What do I have left to prove? My new favorite one is the anti Brady people going wild on social media, saying, "Wow, how selfish of Tom Brady to keep playing sports and not care about his children." What type of father <laughs> are you? I'm like, relax. Okay? I love that. I love that relax. argument. I think it's a great argument. I think they should go with it. I think it's uh, it's real. God. Let Ben Affleck cry himself to sleep. Let Matt Damon hold him while they while they fall asleep crying over Brady not being Toby, <laughs> Toby, no Toby. <laughs> you didn't mention one. What oh. about Aaron Rodgers? Another twelve quarterback soon to be Hall of Famer. Aaron Rodgers is he going to retire or not? He's not retiring. He's going back to Green Bay. They said they're going to give him whatever he wants to stay. He's going back. Here's the beauty of this, right? How great is this for the to? Uh, for me to dine on the tears of my enemies, right? Denver hires Nathaniel freaking Crockett Hackett to be their head coach, thinking for sure they're going to get Rodgers. He stays in Green Bay. They're stuck with this guy, and you know, they still have a quarterback. That'd be phenomenal. Meanwhile, everybody's like, oh, Devontae Adams is going to stay because his favorite quarterback. Wow. What about his quarterback from Fresno State? What about his guy from college who take less money to have him there? What about a little Vegas for you, Devontae? All of a sudden, I get to screw over Denver in this thing. I get to laugh at Green Bay a little bit. I don't have a big issue with Green Bay, but you know, screw Aaron Rodgers is very annoying. And I get Devontae Adams to help my Raiders. <laughs> Everything's coming up LeVac this year, my friend. You say the Raiders. I do not buy it. Not only is he not retiring, he is not going back to Green Bay. The whole thing about Green Bay putting out reports of, we're going to do everything to keep him. That is like the boyfriend or girlfriend that you've tried to dump four times at the last moment. We're like, no, 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 I'll change. I know <laughs> I've been the same way for 15 years, but no, no, no. This year's different, I swear. No, he's out of Green Bay. Here's the team that Aaron Rodgers is going to play for. I know you want him in the Raiders. I don't want him in the Raiders. Uh, he's going to Tennessee. I'm fine with that. He's I'm going to the Titans. That. Here's what's going to happen with Tennessee. I just don't want him in the AFC West. There's reports coming from uh, Jared Stillman, who I believe we've had on the show before, who has found out, this is always a creepy way to do it, but good for <laughs> people who do it, that Rodgers has bought a house in Nashville. He's bought a house in Nashville. He can go to the Titans. The Titan roster is set. You and I have both agreed that if it wasn't Tannehill, how far can Tennessee go? Rodgers, Derrick Henry, uh, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, thanks for coming. You're out. Devontae Adams is in. That team, all of a sudden with Rodgers, is a Super Bowl favorite. And at Tennessee, we said this earlier in the show, teams that got to go all in that did it. Rams, it worked. Bucks, it works. There's your all-in move, Tennessee. Eh, wrong. Devontae Adams is not going to Tennessee. He's going to Vegas. Okay? All right? He's going to go play with this college quarterback. I don't know how many times i got to tell you that. And, and eh, not going to happen. Listen, you, don't, you know why you build a house in, outside of Nashville? Two reasons. Dirt cheap. You just damn near, they damn near build it for you. Just like big and rich show up and start singing about coming <laughs> to your party. Next thing you know, there's a four-story split-level friggin' mansion built for you. Two, Nashville is amazing. Everyone should want to go to Nashville. It is fun. Nash Vegas is one of my favorite trips I've ever taken in my life. I want to go back. I just need some free time. Someone tell Mike Corda to let go of my shackles. I want free time. <laughs> I want to go to Nash Vegas. I don't even care if I go into debt over it. I'm going. I'm going. That's like that's like saying somebody built a house in Vegas and they're going to be a Raider. No, it's Vegas. Like, why right. wouldn't you? Like, like if somebody builds a house in Minnesota, that's when you're like, oh, wait a minute. That dude might want to be a Viking because there's nothing to do in Minnesota except for ice fish, become ice, and then ride a roller coaster in a mall. 
Those are the only three things to do in Minnesota. But they, but Nashville, like that's one of the best places in the in the world. Yeah, we will see what Rodgers decides to do. I know we just mentioned the Titans in in uh, Rodgers' possibility. That reminds me, Johnstone Supply in Troy. Shout out to hold Tom on, who just wrote on, before it. that. Before that, yeah, yeah. Chad Hideaway said we're going to Nashville. So bleep you all, I'm out of here. Oh. Chad, I need a file. I need to get the shackle off my my <laughs> ankle, and then we're going. We'll go to Nashville. I miss Chad. We gotta see him soon. Well, uh, I think you have to buy me a, a giant Bloody Mary. A giant, I, I I went four for five. I think I got you. Unless you went, went six for seven. I went five for seven. I only we didn't know. I only needed to get more right than you. I yeah, didn't need right. it right. So I you think I got five? five. Yeah. Let's see. I don't know. Uh, Johnstone Supply in Troy, your spot, Sixth Avenue, two percent off. John Goodman Furnaces. I had to check out my basement. The I think other it's day. a tie, so I think Chad has to buy both of our. Oh, all right, we'll do the count on that. Extra chicken fingers. Johnstone Supply and Troy is helping you this winter. If you're having issues with those biggest things that are in your basement, you don't know what you're doing. You're staring at it like a dope. Don't worry, we have a number for you: five one eight two seven two five nine two two. We won't judge you if you got the questions. Tom won't judge you when you call him, or Kev, or Robert. Whoever, James, George, maybe even, then nobody's going to judge you there. 518. You're looking at your furnace like this. That's right. 272-5922. There he is. 518. That's me. 272-5922. Check him out on Facebook as well. I've got any questions for them. All good stuff. The boilers, the furnaces, the things you need. And if you're working on some winter projects, you need to find a place with competitive prices to find those things you need, the tools and more. It's right there. 6th Avenue in Troy. John Stone Supply, helping you here in the Capital Region. I agree. I like that. Um, I like, you know, it's again, it's another one of your friends that works well with my friends. Because yeah. furnishes are definitely an issue this time of year. You don't want to let, let it go bad. You need a good man furnace. Huh? A John Good John man. Goodman furnace. That's furnace. right. That's good right. man furnace. Um, all right. It is a Techies Tuesday. Uh, football, a little sad. It's, it's like it feels over. Last night, I'm playing around on TV and you know flipping through things, and it, there's nothing. There's no football. That that hurt. Like I know there wasn't the week before either, but like you knew the Super Bowl was coming. It hurt. It hurt. Are you ready to dive into the NBA? Are you, yeah, are you it's, excited? It's, it's a New York story here too. Everybody I can't stand: Harden, <laughs> Simmons, Durant, Kyrie, villains across the board, and I love it. I love that this trade happened. You and I were kind of feeling like because of the conflicting reports yeah. from Winhorst <clears throat> and we, it broke on the show and everything else that this wasn't going to happen. Is casual as an NBA fan as I am, and what I mean is that like I need the storylines to be bought in. It means he doesn't wear pants when he watches basketball. This I can watch. I can't yeah. wait to watch what happens with these guys going oh. forward. Booze, cheers, no, everything no. else. See, you're, you're skipping ahead in the story. Oh, how about the fact that the Knicks play the the Nets tomorrow, and the Knicks are favored tomorrow? Yeah, I think it's tomorrow. The Knicks are favored now because KD's hurt. Kyrie can't play in New York yet, uh, and now Harden's gone. So the Knicks, who are just spinning the toilet bowl when they play good teams, are like actually favoring this game, which means they're gonna get smoked. I almost live bet the Knicks last night when they were when they were minus eight and a half, and they still found a way to lose. Some some weird looking dude, Diggy or Giddy or Twitchy or whatever the hell his name is, get a triple <laughs> double on him. He looked it looked like bring your awkward friend to work day. He's dropping a triple double on the freaking Knicks. Somebody's created player two K system hacked the game. Right. And was really out there play. Who is who made this guy? Just yeah. some random player. Absurd. Uh, the Nets, by the way, did beat the Kings the other day. For all these people who wanted to bet on the. Dude, that was Kings a bad cover, call for you, me. man. Yeah, I'm terrible. The worst part was so we're in we're in a group text. Guys, like, oh, I got that one. I'm like, I thought I would like you were confused. I'm like, did I stop listening? I thought 
I thought you said you were betting on the Nets and you they were down 28-2 to the Celtics. Yep, and then I went back and tried to double down and said, don't worry, the Kings will get them this time. Unbelievable. Anyways, they're 0-10 in the games they won were the ones I bet with them. So after yeah, the all-star break, you get KD back, they'll start winning, they'll start winning basketball games. Kyrie, maybe with, with all the mass mandates loosening up, maybe Kyrie gets to play a little bit. Then then they'll be a good team again. Yeah, and I think if they become a good team, a competitive team, that's all great stuff for the playoffs. Okay. They're sitting at an eight seed right now, and remember that reseeding seven, eight, nine, ten all make it. I do want to see Brooklyn get to that round of eight. I guess we have to call it now the opening round. No, gotta call it the round of eight, where we get a matchup with them against like a Philly, a Milwaukee. I think it's the Big Mac tournament. I think it's the Big it? Mac tournament. That's what yeah. it's called now. Because I want to see, I want to see the top players like Durant and Simmons see if they can answer the call. Oh, they've said they're the best. They said they're this, they're that. Okay. It's playoff time. Let's see how great you guys are. And I'm not going to get into the science of this or the state mandates, but I wonder if Kyrie is somehow going to feel vindicated that if for whatever reason New York changes their vaccination laws, that he gets to go back out there. Because that really, you know, we were seeing some of these mask mandates change across the country. Maybe Kyrie's eventually just going to be allowed to play somehow. I think so. I well, it, it has to at this point because all the news is coming out that things are going the right way and it's starting to get warmer, which is like you're going to have to loosen up just to because of the science, which means if you don't let him play, you're you're actually like going against him for some reason. He'll get to play. He'll get to play in time to for before the playoffs. And you know, will will there be enough time for chemistry to develop between uh, you know Ben Simmons and Kyrie and everyone else? No, no, there won't. But it won't matter because they'll have the better players and they'll win a bunch of games. That that's that's what will happen. I want him to yeah. stink. I want Ben Simmons to stink, though. I want them to get in the playoffs, and then he just gets booed off, and he cries, eh, well, they're being mean to me again. And Durant's like, oh, they're being mean to me. No, too much. Too much, and it's going to be entertaining to watch it all explode. I can't wait. I, I, I do enjoy a little a little, uh, little chaos in there in Brooklyn. I don't I don't mind that one one bit at, at all. I, I know there's another story you want to talk about. I want to get to that in a second, and I also want to point out, um, finally, one of the other shows – on the Godzilla Media Network is worth checking out today. I'll tell you why in a second. But first, <laughs> I want to tell you my good friend, Dr. Fred Dreer in the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. 518-885-6185. 518-885-6185. Got to see my cousin um, Sunday. Haven't seen him in a minute. Um, he is going for his molding. So he's getting his mouthpiece made. So he went in. They, you know, they've been helping him out, going through, did the sleep study, all that stuff, Integrative Sleep Center. This goober, who I love to death, Fireman Dave, he gets through his entire consultation, everything else, and then goes, they're like, oh, how'd you hear about us? He goes, oh, uh, Jeff Levac. And they're like, oh, how do you know? Do you, on the radio? No, he's my cousin. They're like, why didn't you tell us that from the rip? He's family. <laughs> like, I'm family there. That's my, Doc, Dr. Dreer, Lorian, I mean, that's my family. You're my family. They, they were like, they're like, you idiot. Okay, well, you know, we take care of everyone. You can prove that now because he's like, he's like, dude, it's amazing. They were just great to me the entire time. But after they found out that we were a family, it was like, you know, you know, heartless played. It was great. Um, but no, like everybody who goes in and says, I sent them, they treat you great. They treat everybody great. But get your sleep, the mouthpiece, not the mask. His wife is thrilled because they've already got him sleeping on his side now instead of his back. So the snoring is already reduced. He's even his mouthpiece yet. So once he gets that, He's going to be happily married, which I married them. So that'll be nice that I was I was there to marry them. And now my advice is going to get them sleeping better together. 
I'm not going to babysit. Don't sleep too well together. So everybody should call Dr. Ear and the Integrative Sleep Center. I know it's a long way to put that out there, but it's it's cool to see it coming together. 518-885-6185. 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. They're helping me sleep better. They'll help you sleep better too. You mentioned one of the Godzilla Media shows that we may have crashed. Can you do me a favor and just <laughs> the forbidden door? Yeah, you're gonna guys are gonna watch them here. Go up and scroll up to our banner because it looks like one of the Godzilla Media shows just tried kicking out our own personal banner here. Yeah, hit that top one. This one? Yeah, hit that and hit show. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. What are you? For somehow the second banner was starting to pop up. Our ticker. One of the other shows. I'm gonna actually, delete it. No, I'm don't delete, delete it. it. Don't. No, no, no. Don't delete it. Don't delete it. Oh, it's, they've got they've got multiple versions of it. The okay. turds. There you go. Uh, do you want to tell that story of what we did with the Forbidden Door today? This so great. <laughs> Godzilla Media is like me and then the rest of them, you know? So it's like, Where it's am like I, <laughs> I let you sit next to me. Oh, okay. Um, and then, you know, you do like, you know, getting nowhere with Gaz or whatever the hell that's, that's the called. Um, you The uh, WTF. Right. show you know literally it's called what the fuck like why is anyone no, listening that's mark maron we talk fantasy um, <laughs> that's the name of it. that's that's that that's what that is um and then there's like mmmm so ashley's very cool those other guys keep trying to sell me stuff i think they're telemarketers um you know all that stuff so then there's there's former like co-worker brian katie and um jj jj i just call him sunglasses guy because he's got he's always got crazy sunglasses on so they do a show called White Heat where they talk about the wrestling. Mm-hmm. So I noticed they were on when we were about to start, and I'm like, I'm like, guys, I can't. I don't know how this works. He goes, no, you don't need. There's different studios. We can go into different studios. And then Gaz gets this, like, sinister look, and the reason that Gaz and I have been friends as long as we are, Gaz goes, but we can jump into their show if you want. I did it earlier. So I'm like, you're damn right we will. So in wrestling, there's this phrase called the forbidden door. It's where everybody who you don't think is going to be in AEW, AEW comes in, they sign with AEW. So we pop through the forbidden door and just start talking shit to them. <laughs> and it's like, again, the, the White Heat show, I, I, I tried to get them to answer why it's called White Heat. Um, Toots McGee has a great thing. Uh, Toots McGee wants to know, uh, are we talking about Jeff Stella Media? Um <laughs> I would go with Love Action Media, I think, is where I would imagine go. imagine if, like, Levac had this shirt I'm wearing and just, like, face... Just duct tape. Just his face was just, <laughs> Anyway. I might... It, I feel ratings going up as, as we speak. Not my, listen, I'm not known for my face. Let's be let's be real. Um, no, so we just jumped in and started talking smack. So if there was ever a one of those white heat shows to check out, it's today's. I and I want to start doing that randomly. Yes. Okay, we're on the same page All right. here. All right. Well, so especially these right. turds, like... Um, Zit and and Booger, whatever the frick their names Sports are. Sports with the Z and a T. Bryson Taylor. Well, it's it's Matt today. There's no Taylor. Oh no, that's made for Philly. They're going to be talking about all. This oh, stuff made for Philly, Philly tried that's to screw right. with our banner. So we'll we maybe we'll jump into that. We'll just randomly. I, I mean, it. what are they going to? There's two reasons that they can't do anything. One, you own the freaking company, and two, listen. If I come on your show, it's the most freaking talent you've had on your show. Any way you want to spell that c word. That's the most talent you've ever had on your show. I, I love the idea of the element of surprise. I love that you didn't get that. I knew what you said in that matter of spot. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, to jump, <laughs> anyway to jump in the show, continue to watch us on social media. Levac and Gaz are going to be popping up all over the place. We're not going full P. Diddy like Shig Knights. And we're not going to be 
all up in the videos. So wait, dancing. We're just gonna run in, say stuff, and run out. So all right, little inside baseball for everybody, real quick. Um, so we usually broadcast. We use my laptop to broadcast because yours is. I can't believe it's here, piece of shit. Allegedly, it's gonna be gone this week. Yeah, it's allegedly it's gone before Christmas. Allegedly, it's gone. like the keyboard legitimately is so just crusted over with what... with lost God's dreams from porn that it just like it it bows. Um, so anytime somebody's on, I can get in because I'm already logged in to your program. Yes. <laughs> I just I'm gonna be sitting there eating popcorn, watching Ozark, and just be like, oh, screw it, and just jump in a show. <laughs> I'm going to do it. This is better than Twitter spaces. That's right. You're going to be like a movie podcast one day. You're going to be an Eminem another day. Yeah. All right. So keep your eyes on Godzilla Media. Where will LeVac be on these shows? We should make it a contest. Like if you, if you happen to like catch it right when we do it. Like I, I don't, I don't, I'm, some I won't even stay in. I'll just do it long enough to freak them out. <laughs> get out. And then get out. <laughs> like I might, I might have to like, like stage a scene. Like you met Polly here at Tech East. I might like just like Polly, like Polly. Do what you will, and then pop in, and like Paulie, ah! like, like run around with a sheep and hot dogs, and God knows what juggling. Um, all right, well, like, I know we rarely ever talk about wrestling on this, but I feel like it's been yes. the dominant thing today across sports. Uh, if you missed it, basically, quick, quickly please. to quickly to recap, there's now two big major companies: WWE and All Elite Wrestling. The guy who founded All Elite Wrestling, Cody Rhodes. Wow, way is- to crap on Impact right after we had your boy on. Right if we had hands. I love Impact Wrestling, Tom Hannafin. Wow. Very talented broadcaster. Yes, he he's a cool dude. I like him. Uh, he's leaving, and it's not a joke. It's not Tom's a Tom's leaving? No, no, no. Cody Rhodes is oh. leaving. It's not a work as they use the term. It's not fake. He's really leaving. He might go back to the WWE. Do you care about the story? Is it a big deal? Is it what what do you make of this? Because you've been following wrestling on and off, but this jumping back and forth between companies for me is really cool and super interesting. The problem is that we know. Because that used to be the best when you'd be sitting there watching like Monday Night Raw or Nitro or whatever, and like like Rick Roots on both, and or or somebody that you didn't expect to show up just comes popping out. Like that's why the Royal Rumble is is maybe my favorite of the pay per views because you're always going to get somebody you didn't expect to see. The fact that we always know sucks. Like if Cody Rhodes could show up, what's the last time the Hardy Boys? Yeah, that's it. that was like the last one they actually look. At, I've been actually paying attention to the wrestling because uh, apparently y'all do, and I have to. And you know, it does make me feel dumber. And I do love the taste of boogers now. But um, <laughs> I'm hoping my mom will come back from the dead and buy a house so I can live in her basement. But uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's there's some entertainment to it. I, I don't, I don't love that we know. Like the fact that Cody Rhodes is going to show up, we know he's going to show up. <laughs> Whatever. And you're the third best Rhodes. Dusty, Gold Dust, then you. Oh, not Gold Dust. Gold Dust was Gold Dust did way more for wrestling than Cody Rhodes did. He's for been wrestling. hard. He's been Gold Dust was the time. last guy who could get away with pretending to be gay and pretending to have Tourette's. If Gold Dust existed today, he'd be canceled so freaking fast. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Like he like again, his two biggest bits were I'm gay and I'm gonna touch your balls. And I have Tourette's. I'm gonna say something I shouldn't say. And then when they tried to give him a similar bit, he didn't want it, so he just walked off the whatever the one thing. So yeah, that's wait, listen, Goldust way higher up, way higher up. That's a pretty good argument for Goldust. I was wait, I think I just despised Goldust because he kept getting opportunity. Because you hate gay people. No, whoa, whoa. Oh, people trust. You hate people with trust. Oh, you hate gay people with trust. No, no. 
<laughs> gay old people with Tourette's. Guys will push you down the staircase. Colored gold. <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, sorry. That's, that was the one that put me over the top. Wasn't he Once Stardust? He wasn't gold. Cody Stardust at one point, too? Like a gold dust yes. and Stardust? Yes. yes. Uh, but I think it's an Scots, awesome deal yeah. because finally, like all these guys from the WWE who jumped to AEW were, oh, my God, it's Daniel Bryan. Or Bryan Daniel said, oh, it's CM Punk. Ah, ah. Some guy was going to be – they all sounded like that. <laughs> some guy was – Some guy – we should crash the podcast right now and just make that – And then get out. Just do that. Somebody was going to be smart enough to be the AEW original who jumped to the WWE. Well, they say there's too, many, there's too many people at AEW. So, like, yep. you, like it went from – it went from – you lost. You left WWE because you wanted to be noticed, and AEW would, would let you be a part of it. Then all of a sudden, everybody did that. So it was like it's it's kind of like it's like modern day America. If everybody's special, nobody's special. Like if everybody gets a trophy, no trophies matter. If everybody gets a ring, no rings matter. There has to be a line. Yeah. So these like guys like uh, like Ziggy Stardust over here, he's gonna pop back over to WWE, and then uh, Shane McMahon is gonna go to AEW. And then that's, and that's it. Yes, I just see the swap. There should be really cool uh, if that actually happened. Could be like the old early two thousands. One other last thing I have on this Wait, is that yeah, he'll ahead. move. He'll move. Yeah, Rock, owner of the XFL, introduces the the Super Bowl for the NFL. He's gonna leave the XFL in the dead of night and join the NFL. My God, the Rock, the low blow yeah. of the XFL. Yeah. Here's yeah. what I think happened at the AEW. This is not out there, but I think you and I have a sense working well, in environments there? with competitive people and everything else. AEW, like this is the thing with wrestling. There's always stories about like what happens behind the scenes and who doesn't like who, and like that's just the drama of the soap opera behind the soap opera. You never heard anything about anything bad ever happening with all elite wrestling AEW until today. What I have a feeling happened is this: Cody Rhodes had a vision of what he wanted to do. Tony Khan had a bunch of money and felt all like the social media buzz, like, oh my god, everybody loves me on Twitter and Facebook. I'm going to sign all these wrestlers, like you said. And Cody Rhodes is like, no, like I no, and they fought. But Tony Khan has a billion dollars, and Cody said, "Peace, I'm out. See ya." And we are, and I already know the first storyline. You ready? If I get this right, what do I get? Another Bloody Mary from the Hideaway. What did Cody? What was the first thing Cody Rhodes did in the AEW? Smashed the chair, right? Of Triple H. Are we talking Triple yeah. H recovering from heart issues, which everybody knows about? They're going to feud instantly. He's going to go full blown heel. And almost kill Triple H. WrestleMania this year, I'll sign up for well, Cody Rhodes. Start, Triple H. He, Triple H is gonna come out. It's gonna be a feel good moment. And then what, what's Cody what's, Rhodes is gonna what's blast Cody? Him. What's Cody Rhodes' finishing move? Oh, my I'm God. not Crossroads. Oh, that's, that's doesn't sound terrible. as impressive when I say it. It's not terrible though. It's not terrible. Um, yeah, the, the as guys call it. I hate gay people threats and then they, <laughs> we're painted gold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> please <laughs> add that in there. I don't yeah, want to. Please. It's like the old. He said like, all hate mail to Goz, G-O-Z at GodzillaMedia.com. He doesn't care as long as you actually use the website. He'll be okay with it. <laughs> Did you see? Actually, I'm sorry. Go to the website and see how your boy picked this season before it started. Oh, I didn't go through those picks. I, yeah. 10, 10 of 17 playoffs, playoff teams. Um, five. I had what five of the uh of the division winners, right? I had two of the the championship games, right? And I ended up having the Super Bowl winner, right? Ooh. All right, we're gonna do this on this weekend show, likely to be released Saturday morning. I will go through our NFL picks from the preseason. So I'm gonna do a little point system, see who won that, and I will confirm our final picks of who's paying for who's. Big old Bloody Mary the Hideaway. Those will be coming up on Saturday's show. We got Q and A to end the day coming up, but I gotta get to this. 
because they're our friends. We love them. It's now past Valentine's Day, but Lily and David Fine Jewelers is at their new spot at the shops of Wilton. Guys, <laughs> let's be honest. If you blew Valentine's Day, you definitely need some Lily and David. Look at that. Levesque already knew. We're on the same page today. That's exactly right. This is what you do. You walk in. I need Alyssa. I need Alyssa's help right now. I can just imagine guys, you're crawling into the new location. Please help me. God come here. I didn't do anything wrong. I heard him talking about the engagement where he was sweating, trying to buy the ring. It can't be worse than this, can it? No, it won't, because they're going to help you there. They are professionals. Take advantage, guys, for those engagement ring prices that are going on at Lillian David Fine Jewelers. They will help you find the ring that she wants, that she's going to love for years, that fits your budget. Look, most of you don't know what you're doing when it comes to the jewelry industry. That's totally fine. Lily and David Fine Jewelers will help you. They've done it for before throughout the Capital Region. The new location at the Shops of Wilton is where you want to go. My engagement ring, wedding band, all that stuff has happened at Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Two-for-one wedding band deals always going on now post-Valentine's Day. It's a huge thing, especially if you're prepping for a wedding. Guys, you might have already gotten engaged. That's great. But now what do you do for the wedding? Those little things are a huge help. Telling you, Lily and David Fine Jewelers, they've helped me. Levac knows them as well. Great partnership with those guys. If you want to support the podcast, support us, whether it's a birthday, a great anniversary coming up, the best place to go for that stuff is Lily and David Fine Jewelers at their new spot, the Shops of Wilton. <laughs> when I got to talk to you, Alyssa, right after you were uh, you were off the, the radio show we did, and I went and met with Alyssa, and I was like, look, love you, want to make sure the message is still presented. Um, she was like, one of the things they like to do is you bring the missus in. Maybe it's not for, maybe you don't let her know it's exactly the engagement ring, but like while she's talking to her, she's getting her style down, right? So that she can help you pick out the engagement ring. Now she knows it's coming. It's even easier because then Alyssa will work with her and make sure it's the perfect ring. As we're talking, I kind of got the vibe that Alyssa was like feeling me out. Like, is there someone dumb enough that you might propose to them? Cause bring her in. I'll warn her. Or I'll make sure that you spend way more money on a ring and make it worth it for her. I thought that was what was going on. No, it was actually, she's just such a, like, the best thing about the best thing about her is she's nice, but she's also super straightforward. Yes. So, like, if you say to her, like, here's my price range, she's going to tell you, like, okay, then this is what you're looking at. If you decided to go here, we could do this. If you needed to come down here, we could do this. She's just super straightforward. That's why I, I really She gets it. it. Look, guys yeah. have been there for hours yeah. trying to figure it out. They help yeah. you make it easier. Yep. And you're going to get it right. You're going to get it right. All right, Q&A of the day. We're live here. It's a Techies Tuesday. Techies Fire and Water Restoration. Best way back to one. We'll check us out online. Tefirewater.com. You know, fire, mold, water, anything going on, any mitigation for your house, we're the ones to help you out. We also have a construction department. We got you. We're good. We got you. We got you. We'll take good care of you. Especially this time of year, you definitely you need us. We're here. Uh, we'll start Instacam. Heartbroken. Ryan Zimmerman announced his retirement. Hit him like a freight train. Oh, he's a big Nationals fan, yeah, but I can't, yeah. man. He has a great career all the way up from the minor leagues. I got to watch Zimmerman play for the Syracuse Chiefs. Now the Syracuse Mets. Yeah, the Syracuse Chiefs back there. Awesome guy. Yeah, tough. Really good player. And then, he, and then, then what he really wanted. You want me to help like I did last year? He, like, shagged balls for us and stuff at the Empire. Yes, of course, Cam. You're in. You, all right. You know, nice, you're, you know you're part of the Empire. That's how we met, buddy. You're in. Uh, Ryan McCarthy, you want to know why Gattuso didn't Wally Pip you? When, when Goss was out for a while and Gattuso <laughs> filled in, he's like, he's Wally Pip. He's gonna you guys Wally Pip. He's out. I'm I'm taking over. That's that's the whole thing. <laughs> Philly Wish, of course. This is my comment. Right, you know, you're lucky you have a gun. Um, <laughs> I got yeah. one here. Right. Uh, Mike on Facebook wrote in. Can you guys talk about how incompetent Conference USA is? No, we don't have no. We we got two shows a week, Mike. We are not focusing on Conference USA. Although we appreciate you listening. Actually, that could be coming up. We're out of football. 
So <laughs> you know what? Maybe maybe, maybe, maybe next one. Corey. Hi guys. Uh guys, what are the Bucks gonna do at quarterback? I need an I need an article. They are doing their homework. I read an article, I'm sorry. Doing their homework on Watson and looking at Wilson. Are they worth it? So how when you read that ask Corey, I just have imagined Hi guys. Like, Corey has like this vision of them with like binoculars at their house. Like, I'm doing my homework. I always just what's assume... Wilson and Sierra doing over there, huh? <sighs> I love Corey. Garoppolo so, is the answer right now in February, and I'm allowed to really? change it every month. You want Garoppolo? No, I don't. There's really like nobody out there. No. I mean, it's 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 not it's not a good time to need a quarterback. That's for that's for sure. We had a lot of love with uh, Tooch McGee. We had Chad helping out today. I, I got a comment here from Murphy. I said uh, I I posted this earlier on Twitter about the Cody Rhodes thing. I said, is it sad or is it impressive that at 32 years old, I don't know if this Cody Rhodes thing is fake or not. Uh, Murphy wrote in, you spelled compliment wrong, dummy. So it's totally sad you even posted this. Then Fred wrote, I want this Murphy guy to hell in the cell match at WrestleMania. What's <laughs> going on in my comments? People on are so aggressive back, on, on back the socials. The, the, the wrestling Twitter is a whole different world out there. It's like wrestling Twitter is the, probably the most angry of the bunch. Football okay. on the Noah has a question. Hey, guys, what do you make of the no call on T. Higgins sideline catch against Ramsey for the touchdown? I think it was an arm drag takedown. Speaking of wrestling, and I think it was it was good for two sports. Um, you know, I also like, think it's funny that they stopped hating you long enough to uh, comment on the show. Thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks for doing that. Maybe I'm way in the minority on this. Watching that play live, I thought, "Ooh, that might have been a lot of contact there." And then watching in slow motion, it's like, "Oh my god, he grabbed his face, man!" Live, I did not think it's a penalty. Maybe that's why I shouldn't be an official in any sport ever. <laughs> it's not as bad as everybody makes these calls out to be. It's not the New Orleans Rams play. They even out. They yes, even out. Exactly. Too. They do. All right. A couple more. Tom Gross. What do you think of the Empire signing today? I think it's awesome. I think Grant's a hell of a receiver. I think it's going to be like our tr our training camp this year could have more talent than most teams in this entire league will all season. So I'll, so that's good. I'll add this to Tom. I think LeVac and maybe Coach are downplaying the signing. I feel like Grant has a chance to be the offensive player of the year Woo! in the NAL this season. If Prince, Over Darius Prince? Prince would be the MVP. It's weird how voting works yeah. for that stuff, which, by the way, I'd like to... But if they both did that, then wouldn't you give it to whoever the quarterback is, whoever wins our quarterback competition? Well, if they decide to let media members vote this year, I'd like to consider maybe voting that way. I'll just let you fill out my bracket. Okay. Uh, do you guys <laughs> think there will be a full baseball season this year from Toots McGee? No. Uh, pitchers and catchers are supposed to report today. Uh, you know how many times, like, if you look back in this day in history on Facebook, I was buying Yankee tickets, and I, there's no tickets to buy this year? It's very sad. Uh, I think full season. I think full season, but no, it's they're going to get into – they're going to cut into their spring training a lot. This is a dirty little secret that I really believe about baseball now in 2022. I think they don't – really love the idea that it being 162 games. I feel like this Manfred lockout, right. I think this lockout's going to happen that if they push it to 80, like Manford thought like, oh, I'm going to hold it against the guys. Like if you don't play more oh. games, you're not going to, players are like, look, it's more urgency for the season. We have an expanded postseason. As long as the networks have the playoffs and everything else, people are going to care about those games. More. Yeah, but they're going to cut their cash. They could cut their cash, no doubt, and how much of that impact of the 80-game season, but maybe their thought process is if we can get more fans in games that feel more important, maybe that number will even out. Curious to see how that plays out because I wonder if a 80-game season is going to feel more exciting than 162. I, I, If anything, I think you're looking at like 140, 120-something. I don't think they're cut all the way back. I don't – I just I, – 
this baseball is is losing the foothold it had. Like it, it was already slipping, but now it's to the point where people like me who love baseball are like, all right, well, I guess I'm not going to any games this year. I didn't go to any games last year. And I could have. Like I had the ability, I had the time, I had the cash. I just didn't, I didn't do it. Well, I went to we went to the one Mets game with Dr. Eric. Yeah. That was it. And that was be that was more than a Mets game. That was a Hey, let's like believe it or not. Let's, let me let me say something that isn't what you think it is. Let's get on a party bus with a lot of dentists and lawyers <laughs> and get crazy. That's what happened. We had so much fun. It was great. It was I mean, great. I get crazy to strong, but it was just it was a lot. It was a lot of it was a guy's trip. It was it was a guy's fishing trip without fish. Everybody drank. Everybody had a blast. Everybody watched the game. Everybody got along. It was awesome. It was fantastic. Um, yeah. So. I just I hope they figure it out because I really want to get excited about baseball this year. I want to get excited about the Yankees this year, which is going to be interesting because of the same team they were last year. Basically, uh, I, I want all those things. I do. All right, uh, time to time to time to cut this thing off. That's it. It's time over. What an awesome show! A lot of football talk, a lot of baseball, a lot of basketball, a lot of interaction. We appreciate you guys watching. Plan is. Friday or Saturday. By Saturday morning, you will have a show out. Now, whether we go live Friday or not, we have some things we want to tape. It might be live. It might not. Look, I think Coach Manas said he's going to join us this weekend. Okay. Whatever we're on, as long as it fits the schedule. Because, like, again, as as the president of the Albany Empire, he does all the players. Like, I I, I would screw that up so horribly wrong. He does a great job with talent on the roster. Um, as somebody who's going to have to, like, sign these checks, how the hell are we paying all these guys? How the <laughs> hell? This much talent on one team? How how in the – I mean, listen, it's not my money. I just have to sign the checks. But still, i got to make sure we have enough to get through the season. For the audio audience that listens, you guys don't care if it's live or not. You're listening whenever you go on on demand. For the visual side, we might just toss this up for a taped episode and see how it plays out. And guys might want to test something out in February. And then you can yell at me next week and be like, why weren't you live? Well, guys wanted to try something different. A little advice. I like to end every show with some advice. For the first time ever, I recommend watching the other crappy and listening to the other crappy shows on Godzilla Media. Because I'm going to start bombing into them probably right after this. So that's my advice. Everybody, have a great one. Thanks to Tech East. Thanks to everybody. Thanks. Thanks, guys. See you on Guys of the Media this week, LeVac. Yeah, randomly, just out of nowhere. Will I have pants on? The world may never know.